Welcome to another edition of It's a Fringe, the Buxton Fringe podcast. I'm sat here in the observatory in Pavilion Gardens with Luke Rollison for his fantastic show, Bowerbird. Luke, can you tell us a bit about your show? Um, I absolutely can. If I couldn't, I'd be in serious trouble. This is good, actually. This is the first time I've had to pitch it. The show, hello. Someone just walked past with a balloon. Um, the show's called Bowerbird, and I suppose it's a bit like if Toy Story was about furniture. Um, I often say it's like going around someone's house, finding out they live in Ikea, and also you've taken psychedelics by accident. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's meant to be like a kind of... Your house comes alive around you, and it's yeah, it's an adventure into hoarding, nesting, and uh, but fun. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's like Home Alone if the kid had grown up but not changed at all. Right, sounds great. You may have noticed Luke's fantastic eye-catching um, flyers. Which uh, could could you describe the flyer and your creative use of an armchair? Yes, so the flyer uh, has me very much inside an armchair. So um, it, at first glimpse, you might just think that's an armchair, and then my, my head's kind of popping out right about where your head height would be, and my legs are kind of stuck out. I've been, it's like I've been swallowed by an armchair, and I, I guess it's kind of what the, the show's about, about how um, the objects that we, that, that we surround ourselves with can end up kind of controlling our lives. But I look happy. I don't know. I think I look, I look happy with, with the situation. It was an image that uh, took a long time to create and uh, a lot of, I spent a lot of money. But I just, I get really into, like, the, because what I do is, like, visual comedy. It's always, like, physical stuff or stuff with props. Um, I always kind of want the posters to feel like their own little work of art. I think I mostly make shows now to make posters. I just like making posters. <laughs> but the show is good. And I've been asking all the people who've been interviewing this, so why have you decided to do your show at the Buxton Festival Fringe? Well, I, f- I first came here about seven years, yeah, six years ago now, to do a show after university that was like doing a tour right before going to Edinburgh. And we just had the most fantastic time. It's a, be- it's a beautiful place to be. And it almost, it does feel like a mini Edinburgh, just architecturally. So it's good to get yourself used to the weather. Um, get yourself used to the weather and the, and the kind of, um, the grey brick buildings. Um, but no, it's, 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 it's like a really gorgeous place just to be. And I was kind of like, well, if I'm here for like five days or so and I'm doing two shows, it's the closest thing I'm having to a holiday before Edinburgh. Um, I just remember everyone being like so friendly while we're here. If you ever buy bottled water, people look at you really weirdly because they're like, you can get that out of the taps, you idiot, <laughs> for free. Can you even buy Buxton water in Buxton? Do you, can you? Y- you can, yes. Yeah. yeah, I came here for the water. That's what I came here. Come for the water. Coles to Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. Come, come for the water, stay for the shows. But no, I just, um, this is my very last stop before Fringe. I've been doing this show for just over a year now. I first started doing it at Brighton Fringe last year. And Brighton Fringe I go back to every single year just because it's a lot more local to me. But um, yeah, I, I always want to keep coming back here, really. Um, I think I think it's just such a fantastic last stop before Edinburgh. Would you like to help out at a major arts festival and gain valuable experience for your CV? Buxton Festival Fringe is looking for volunteers to do shifts at its Fringe Information Desk, open daily from July 6th to 24th in the conservatory area of the Buxton Pavilion Gardens. Find out more on our website. 
So you're taking the show up to the Edinburgh Festival after the fantastic Buxton Fringe Festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pearls before swine. Buxton, <laughs> Buxton first. Buxton forever. Uh, yeah, I'm doing I'm doing the Edinburgh Fringe. I'm performing at a venue called the Monkey Barrel, which is a comedy club up in Edinburgh. It's a really fantastic independent venue. They do a really good deal with the artists, so I always make money up there, which really makes me quite unique among fringe performers. I say that though. This year, I did spend so much money on the poster that uh, I don't know if I will. <laughs> but it's worth it. It's worth it. When you see the poster, you'll think money well spent. Absolutely. But yeah, I'll be. I, yeah, I'm doing the fringe for the entire month. It's kind of. It's the first time I've just been doing like one solo show at the fringe, which is really nice. I think there's something a little bit about there having been so few performance opportunities for such a long time for reasons that I won't get into. This is a long story. But you know. Oh, hello. Is that me? That's me. <laughs> I'm absolutely going to put that on silent. Well, okay, that's all right. Oh, it's a nice, it's a nice touch. Yeah, that was that that was Luke's phone going off there for a little musical interlude for everybody. That was like a little. It, it was almost like a, like a COVID sting. It was kind of like a little bit of theme music. Maybe if I mention it again, it will come back. We both did a little dance as it was going along, right? <laughs> all the all the plants in the observatory. Everyone was going nuts. Um, I actually think this is funny because I think the person who's calling me is another performer who's coming to the Fringe, Buxom Fringe tomorrow, called Freddie Hayes, who does a show called Potato Head, where she's in a giant potato costume for a lot of the show. And I'm trying to convince her to come and be inside the armchair for my show. Because in my show, someone has been inside a giant armchair costume, which in the weather conditions there's been this week is <laughs> not hugely appealing, I have to admit. But um, I reckon I'll convince her. I reckon I'll, I'll talk around. Um, but anyway, I was saying, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, Edinburgh. There's been so few performance opportunities because of COVID and that. Will it ring again? That I think um, I think everyone's trying to prioritise a bit more the work that they really want to put themselves behind because it, it made you realise, you know, maybe how fragile the performance opportunities that exist are, yeah, yeah. you know? So it makes you feel a little less like, oh, I'll just do everything, blah, 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 and trying to maybe put a bit more care and attention to your work whilst also giving yourself more time off because I've definitely been guilty before of working myself to the bone. Okay, and thanks very much for having your fantastically unbrowned orange leggings which fit very much in with the fringe's orange colour. Yeah, I'm always repping Buxton Fringe, to be honest. That's what this <laughs> show's about. It's about spreading the word of Buxton Fringe. Um, yeah. So good luck with shows here and good luck with e e Edinburgh and we hope to see you back here next year. Thanks so much. Thanks, man. Bobby, thanks for that. Yeah.